0: Here's Dr. Alex. Hi, Dr. Alex here. If you like the show today, or any day, I would love it if you took about 10 seconds to go to iTunes and leave a review for the show. I've been doing this for about 14 years now, and I spend hundreds of hours every year in preparation and recording the show and if you like it if it's worth your time if you think it might benefit others i would love it if you could leave a review to recommend to your friends or just recommend it to your friends that could benefit from listening to the show thank you so very much Since we are going to be talking about issues of health and well-being, we wanted to make sure that you understand that this information is not intended to cure or heal anything. Everything in the presentations is the opinion of Alex Lloyd. You should always check with a licensed health care provider about any specific health concern you may have. Welcome, everyone. Uh, wherever you are listening in the world, whenever you are listening, uh, we are so greatly honored by your presence. Thank you. Um, We try to give you every week a little something to think about, a little something to challenge you, and a little something to apply to your life to maybe make your week a little better, and sometimes your life better from now on. Uh, At least that's our hope and prayer, and we've had a lot of feedback to that effect. Let me tell you how this kind of started. Um, I was in private practice counseling therapy for years Really uh, got into that through my wife's illness. She was clinically severely depressed for the first 12 years of our marriage. And I really kind of grew a heart for suffering people. And that's when I went back to graduate school, uh, really to become an expert in depression, to help my wife more than anything else. But I got into it, did counseling and therapy for years, realized it really doesn't work for most people, at least not in the way I thought and the way most clients think, which is my problem will be gone. Typically a great outcome for counseling is you've developed coping skills. But coping, the definition of coping inherently means you've still got your problem. And that's not why I got into it. I believe it's not why most clients get into it. And I felt like there had to be a better way. And uh, in 12 years of searching, kind of what I came down to is that I believe that under virtually every illness or disease is an unresolved spiritual issue. Now, I don't mean religious. I run from religion. It took me decades to recover from my religious upbringing. So not talking about that. But I am talking about spiritual which to me is forgiveness and unforgiveness, identity, self-worth, rejection, love versus fear, et cetera. And that if you can find and resolve those spiritual issues, then very often the illness or disease heals completely. It almost always gets better. And Dr. Bruce Lipton has uh, confirmed that with his wonderful work as a cellular biologist at Stanford and also at the University, I believe, of Wisconsin, and so I walked away from my private practice and started trying to help people resolve the underlying spiritual issues of their life, not talk about their mom or their dad or whatever, and one thing led to another, and a discovery happened in 2001 that um, it kind of is, is what everything else we do grew out of, and After starting in my basement with very little money and never a nickel of advertising, we today have clients in 50 states, 172 countries, and counting, I'm told by my publisher, um, that it is the largest practice of its kind in the world. And I don't take any of the credit for that. I believe it's because I was right that spiritual issues underlie health, and emotional issues. And so that's where these spiritual laws of nature came from. And to me, they are just as important as the interventions themselves, and, and maybe more so. A lot of times if you start living by the spiritual laws of nature, things heal and you don't have to do anything else, okay? So we don't talk about this every, every program, but I just wanted you to know kind of how this all evolved, where it came from, what's the theory behind it, etc. Okay, the spiritual law for today is all in or nothing. I heard a story one time, uh, supposed to be true, about a young girl who lived in a small town, and she heard that the circus was coming to town, and her parents told her about the clowns and the, the elephants and and the flying trapeze and people doing all sorts of acrobatics and the music and the popcorn and peanuts and the the whole festive atmosphere that to her in that small town seemed like the most exciting thing that had ever happened so she saved her money, saved her money, saved her money all year and she went out on the day that the circus was arriving in town when on their way into town they were having a parade down Main Street until they got to the big top tent where they were going to be setting up to have the circus every day and night for the next week. And the little girl, as she went out to the the circus parade on the way into town, Uh, saw the clowns coming by, and she ran out from the side of the street, took her money that she had been saving all year, and handed the money to the clown, and turned around and went home, having never seen the circus. She thought the parade was the circus, and so she missed the real thing because she was tricked, she was was illusioned, she was um, mistaken about what really was the circus, what really was the objective, and what was only a a small-taste prelude to the real thing. And I love that story, because so many people that I've worked with over the last 30-plus years They've given their life's money to the clown and never seen, never experienced the real thing for their life. There's an uh, ancient manuscript, it's uh, from the Bible, in uh, the book of Revelation chapter 3, where God is talking to a city and he says, Because you are lukewarm and neither hot or cold, I'm going to vomit you out of my mouth. And it's a striking analogy because you would think, well, wait a minute. Lukewarm is better than being cold or hot, depending on what cold and hot are, all right? Being lukewarm would be better than the bad one of those, okay? But that's not what God says in the the metaphor, in the analogy. He says, I'd rather you be hot if hot is the bad thing. I'd rather you be cold if cold is the bad thing. But because you're just lukewarm, because you're just settling in your life, because you're just having one foot in and one foot out, basically, I've had it with you. All right? Um, a very famous quote by Babe Ruth, the uh, um, baseball, one of the great baseball stars of all time, is: "It's hard to beat a person who will never give up." Well, the person who will never give up, to me, is the person who's all in, the person who's hot instead of cold, is the person who's all in. And I believe that sometimes it's better to do nothing if you're not going to be all in. Because not being all in in whatever we're talking about, and we're going to talk about some more of that in a minute, is giving your money to the clown. It's settling. It's, 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 you're never experiencing what you are supposed to experience, what you're built to experience, what you're gifted to experience, maybe what you're born to have and experience. You're settling for something that isn't anywhere close to the real thing. So today and this week, I would ask you to pray and meditate. Am I all in on the things that are really important to my life or am i cold or 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 maybe even worse lukewarm one thing i would have you think about is that it's better to be all in with something almost anything it doesn't even matter if you win what matters is being all in. I know in, uh, in my marriage to Hope, she was depressed for 12 years, and I was an absolute idiot for about six years, probably a lot more than that, still kind of an idiot today, not as much as I used to be, all right, but I was not all in with Hope. Now, I told her I loved her every single day. I hugged her every single day, and I thought I meant it until she told me on one stormy Sunday night, Alex, I need you to move out of the house. I cannot stand to live with you anymore. And my eyes were opened, and I saw that I'd really been treating our marriage and my relationship with Hope much more like a business deal than the great love of my life, which is what it actually was. But I wasn't treating it that way. I had one foot in and one foot out. In other words, I will do this for you if you do that for me. I won't do this if you won't do that. Ladies and gentlemen, that's not love. That's not being all in. That's a business deal. That's one foot in and one foot out. That's lukewarm. That's giving your money to the clown and never experiencing in your life the real thing. The point is to be all in. The reason we don't want to be all in is we're afraid of what the results might be for that. Wait a minute, if I, if I do this and, and really am 100% committed, then maybe I don't have a safety net. Well, I would posit to you today, suggest to you today, that the point is not the end result, whether it is good or perceived bad. The point is being all in. If you are all in, I believe the great majority of the time, whatever the results are, will be perfect. If you win, then you win. Yay! If you lose, but learn and grow from the experience, you win. So the only way to lose is to either not be all in or to not learn and grow from the stumbling blocks that happen. That is the only way to lose. And, and I know some of you are going here, so let me go ahead and address it. The spiritual law under this is that when you're all in the end results will far surpass anything you could have done with one foot in and one foot out. So if you're concerned about end results, the best way to get end results is to give them up and be all in on the process rather than the end result of the process. So being all in where it is when when no matter what the end result that's how you will feel if you are all in with truth and love in the present moment regardless of the end result you will feel like i can't lose if the results come out the way i want i win If the results don't come out the way I want, but I learn and grow from it, and the learning and growing takes me to a higher place in my life, I win. And the best way to get the best end results is to give them up and focus on what is in truth and love as best I can in the present moment. Want proof of that? Dr. Dan Gilbert from Harvard. Expectations are a happiness Killer. And if you read the research they did on the campus at Harvard, it's not just happiness. It's success. It's health. It's everything you can name. Why? Because what they found is that the instant you have a future end result expectation, it spikes your stress. If you're already in stress, as most people are, it sends your stress through the roof. For how long? for as long as you have that expectation, which for many people is years, decades, or even their entire adult life. And then they get to the end of their life, realize they've given their money to the clown, they've not really fully committed, they've had one foot in and one foot out, they've been lukewarm or cold, and they're racked with regret, regret because now they're out of time. Inherently, at the end of life, 99% of people understand what they didn't understand before, what is really most important in life, which is relationships. As every issue is ultimately a relationship issue at its root. So when you commit to being all in, whether it's your job, your marriage, uh Being a gardener in your backyard doesn't matter, whatever it is. When you commit to being all in, understand that the way to destroy the experience of your life, your thoughts, your feelings, even the results, is to have end result expectations. The way to get the best end results is to give up expectations, focus in the present and love, and you understand all this and do it, that's when you have that incredible experience that so few people ever do, I can't lose. And once you experience that, you will be all in for the rest of your life. You will get it at an experiential level. You'll think it, you'll feel it, you'll believe it, you'll do it without having to force yourself. But as long as you're thinking, oh, I've got to make sure I get this end result and not that one, so I've got to focus on that rather than the present in love, you're going to be spiking your stress, you're going to be one foot in and one foot out, everything's going to be a business deal rather than love, and the business deal is fear-based, right? Contract to make sure all my negatives are covered. That's fear-based. Now, I'm not saying don't ever have a contract in business, but I'm saying don't live your life that way, okay? So the message today, and what I would really challenge you to pray, meditate hard about, Are you all in on what is most important in your life? Or are you hedging your bets? Are you one foot in and one foot out? Are you lukewarm? If so, you are robbing yourself of your own best life. Think about it this week. I challenge you, I invite you to come along with Johanna, me, many people all over the world and be all in for love, for truth, for prioritizing relationships in the present moment. Have a great week. Thank you so much.